For latest updates and short audio clips, follow us on Instagram. Reading the author. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Reading the Author, a unique show where we read authors' mind and not their book. Meanwhile, I truly believe and pray that you have a whole family healthy, happy, and safe. Guys, today we have Aman Singh Maharaj with us, and he is the author of A Dalliance with Destiny. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on our show. It is my honor to be able to host you today. Hi, Gaurav. Uh, thank you for hosting me, and please call me Aman. Uh, no formalities with me. <laughs> it comes just you know out of respect, sir. No, nothing else, and uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like before we proceed in the podcast, and uh, know much more about your you know work about uh, the book you have uh, written and everything. I would request you to please introduce yourself so that our listeners can know much more about you, and do let us know how you started this writing journey. Sure, Gorov. So I'm uh, based in Durban, South Africa. Um, our family's uh, oh has been based here for about a hundred and fifty years. So it's a very very long time. Um, on my mum's side, I'm third generation Indian, mm-hmm. and on my dad's side, I'm fourth generation Indian. So they left India around about eighteen sixty between eighteen sixty and nineteen eleven. Um, it was under the British Raj back in uh, that era. Hmm. So I am, by qualifications, I'm a, a civil engineer, MBA, and then a PhD in development economics. Okay. But I don't really use these qualifications, Gaurav. I'm mainly a businessman now. Hmm. and uh you know uh, the writing is something that's always been a passion for me i um, used to read a lot as a kid mm-hmm. and um, somehow around about 2006 i found the time to just begin writing and as i wrote each word the next you know word came so i didn't have to actually plan it out it just sort of mapped itself out on its own as i typed out the words So uh, writing gives me a sense of fulfillment that you know my normal work sphere doesn't give me uh, as a businessman. So I try and sort of straddle many uh, different aspects uh, of my life through different careers and different uh, passions and so forth. Um, live a very good life in Durban. Uh, not many Indians know about South Africa. except because of our cricket um you know indians treat cricket as a religion mm-hmm. and they know south africa has a pretty good uh, cricket team mm-hmm. but um we're a lovely country with about 1.5 million indians of which about 1.2 stay in my city which is durban it probably has the li- largest concentration of indians in one city outside of uh, india itself and we're on the east coast of uh Africa South Africa very lovely city um and you know it's almost like a holiday resort kind of uh, city okay mm-hmm. so sir like uh, you know uh, now talking about uh, from a perspective of a new reader like after listening to this podcast many people would you know just love to explore the book where they will be you know interested in buying the book So, like from a new reader's perspective, what they can expect from this book? Can you share some insights, like what exactly the book have? 
so Gaurav, uh, it's a pretty philosophical book, although it's a work of fiction. You know, it's got a bit of comedy, it's got a bit of romance, and it's got a bit of philosophy. Um, but it's a kind of like the literature of old, like um, your Charles Dickens and Thomas Hardy kind of literature, mm-hmm. where it's a long book. It's about 400 pages. Originally, it was about 1,200 pages, and I cut it down oh. uh, quite a bit, actually. Mm. but uh, it's a very sweeping kind of novel that's um, set between the years of 1910 and 2010 so it's a 100 year time span okay. and it's about uh, 20% set in south africa and about 80% in india okay and uh, and the genre is called a coming of age uh, which is about you know exploring a a uh, man in his early 30s uh, although i mean he's already a man being in his early 30s mm. but he's on an exploration a kind of a journey where he escapes from south africa mm-hmm. looking you know for some sort of guidance that he expects to find in india and um, he just you know goes hopping from city to city and he's traveling up the ganges um, from calcutta or sagar island near calcutta Mm-hmm. to gaumuk uh, which is near gangotri where the source right. of the ganges is mm-hmm. he goes through his ancestral villages and he has all these mystical experiences he's looking for love sex a guru whatever comes his way he just wants mm-hmm. to be away from the country of his birth so you know it, it's not an easy book it's not commercial fiction it's more sort of literature the old kind of old school kind of literature so I would think it's for a discerning reader that it sounds a bit egotistical for me to say that but it is what it is and I don't want to bear false modesties it's it's not a book for the average man mm, okay <clears throat> so like you know after reading this book let's say if uh, you know the reader who already read the book uh, read read this book so if they were to be interested to know like uh, what is upcoming like have you ever thought like what the upcoming novel will be or what the upcoming book you will be able to write you want to experiment on some other genre yeah. or you know uh, you want to stick to these only is there anything in the pipeline so gorov you know i thought i'll only ever write one book and leave it at that because hmm. it was you know i wanted to be a one hit wonder and uh you know okay. i won't say writing the book takes a lot of time it's editing the book that takes a hell of a lot of time yeah, and uh yeah i was very iffy you know uh, i just wanted to write one book and leave it out there and that finish that was my dream and you know i completed that bucket list and it's over and done with but i've been getting so many calls for me to do a kind of another book Hmm. and i've been thinking should i do a different genre or should i extend on the book that i have written and part of me wants to write about the formative years of the main character in my book that i've just that i released so a kind of like exploration of his uh, age from approximately 7 to about 12 or so mm-hmm. um as he evolves um because they found that chapter very lyrical so it might become an extension of the of that chapter hmm. but i haven't yet you know formalized anything in my head as yet so uh, for like you know as you have uh, completed this whole journey of you know writing editing publishing and finally you know you are kind of marketing your book as of now so yeah like when it comes to this what i have personally feel what i have personally seen like you know we have been in this industry for more than 7 years as of now 
and uh, what i have closely observed that after the first lockdown was over the numbers of author got increased very rapidly like you know there was a boom in this uh, book industry what i have seen in fact the publishing yeah. has become much more easier there are lots of literary agents are there and you know lots of self publishing kdp is also there so mm-hmm. according to you how hard it has become as of now to you know just make your book stand out in the market or what is uh, you know you are someone who feels keep each book will get some kind of you know their specific readers every author will get their particular audience what's your take on this so my advice first of all gorov is don't treat writing a novel as your career unless you have a huge bank balance or a huge trust fund that you've inherited from your parents because uh, it's not something you can bank upon to pay the bills unless you win a booker prize or uh, some sort of you know international uh, book prize hmm. on the other hand you know if we look at maybe 100 years ago or mm-hmm. uh, maybe 150 years ago when charles dickens and thomas hardy used to write they mm-hmm. had no other competition you know they it was a few writers and over and above that they were not competing mm-hmm. like how we competing with other sources of entertainment i mean uh, when you tell people in south africa you know you need to read they don't want to read it's oh i'll wait for the audio book to come or maybe it might become a movie or a mini series and i'll watch it then mm-hmm. so you guys in india are very very lucky there's still a huge hunger for reading in india i mean i've been to so many book festivals in india and you know almost every city and town has a book festival uh, mm. lined up maybe once or twice a year it's not the same in south africa it's we probably have about three or four book festivals as compared to india so you can't compare the two countries from a literary point of view uh between india and south africa it's just mm. totally totally different um so you you're very lucky if you're an avid reader you're in the right country i think you probably have more people a greater demand for english books in india simply based on vol- sheer numbers of people than even in england and even england has a love affair for books set in india you know because of the colonial past that it comes from mm-hmm. so whilst there has been an increase in writers i don't think there's been an increase in the appreciation of writing itself not in south africa india maybe so yeah you're pretty lucky So is there any particular writing schedule like you know when you were writing this novel what was your schedule when it comes to writing like you used to write every day or you just you know if you get some thought you just dot dot it down on your phone on a diary and then after some days or when you get time you just carry on how does it goes with you so gorov in the when i first wrote the book i wrote it in 2006 and i wrote uh-huh. uh, like i said a 1200 pages in 3 months mm-hmm. um but that was because i uh, had been uh, suspended at work for uh, you know uh, uh, complaining about my one of my superiors hmm. and instead of you know my superior facing the sort of uh, charges or the challenges um because i was not a politically connected person they turned it around and i had to face the drama and because of that i had to you know uh, i had to decide you know i can sit here and look at the four walls and just go mad in the process or i can do something productive 
so i just started t- using my laptop to type and as i typed it out you know the like i said the words just flowed i didn't need to pl- plan out my book so like i said uh, writing the book was the easy part if you have the time i didn't have to plan because i had that three months uh, where i was doing nothing but it was the editing you know you got to because no book can go out there without you being heavily edited and um, you know i found sometimes when i was driving a thought will come into my head and i'll think you know that really will go well in my book so i literally ah. stop my car take out my cell phone and go into the notes and type in some notes there which i would use later when i get home to my laptop mm-hmm. and add it into my book or amend my book mm-hmm. so it depends on which area of uh, which uh, sort of part of the writing process you are if you just still writing the book itself then it's vastly different from the editing t- uh, sort of timeline of the book so uh, i think ultimately you got to approach things from a different uh, you know each uh, uh, you know when you're writing the book versus editing the book with a different approach and when you're editing the book you must be prepared to cut out a lot of uh, junk because that's what i found i had so much of junk in my first uh, write of the book I didn't think you know people would really appreciate it because it was too abstract. So what sometimes sounds good when we're talking about it it is is not necessarily good when you when you're reading it. It's two totally different uh, kind of genres or sort of um, almost although maybe genre is not the right word. But uh, what we hear versus what we read you know is appreciated in different ways. So I mean that's about it. I mean like I've only written one book and that's what worked for me and um, you know then you get the publicity uh, the, the marketing of the book. And uh, you know when you think writing was the most effort and editing was even more but it's actually you know getting the book out there like you said we've got so many people who are writing books these days. How do you differentiate your book and you've got to just be out there marketing and marketing and using the social media and getting a publicity agent and so forth so a lot of effort even post writing the book and publishing it so sir now like you know as you said that uh, writing a book writing a novel was always in the bucket list so now let's get back mm-hmm. to the time when you heard covid to tomorrow your book will be live so on that particular eve what was going on in mind like were you relaxed were you excited have you just you know marked up some milestones so okay these many people know me so basically my book has to be sold out these many copies in these days what is going on in my so that's you know this is an unusual question you i haven't been asked this question before and i truly appreciate it goro okay. so um i released my i did a i've done a number of launches in south africa and india Hmm. So for my first launch it was in my city here in Durban it was on the 25th of June 2022 and it was a Saturday and uh, you know I remember that Friday before you get all these butterflies because remember it took me 16 years before I released the book into the public so it was a long long time of putting effort into something so it's like almost like giving birth hmm. over a period of 16 years you know so it was really stretched mm-hmm. out 
Definitely. So it was a mixture of feelings. Besides the butterflies, uh, there was a you know a little bit of anxiety. You know how would people react to my novel? Hmm. Um, then there was excitement. You know, finally I'm there. And then there was trepidation. You know, what if I upset people with my writing? What if they or what if they don't like it? Or what if they find get angry about some of the themes that I've used? But you know, uh, the biggest part is the excitement, and it kind of eclipses everything else. And you just wait for that moment. And you know, I, my book launch was about three hours, and it's mm-hmm. very exhilarating because there were so many people. I think there were about three hundred and fifty people there, so it was a wow. huge book launch in, in mm-hmm. Durban. And uh, you know, uh, just to get that excitement drummed up in other people about reading once again, you know, getting back to basics. Mm-hmm. I felt very proud of myself, and uh, I think it gave me a sense of fulfillment that I haven't had in other areas of my life. So, uh, sir, like uh, you know, after listening to this podcast, like many people will, you know, start writing, or they must be holding their first draft in the laptop in their diary. So, what would be your advice for those upcoming authors? So, they must be prepared. for the fact that it's a it's a long process it's not a short process you know getting a publisher can take very long and mm. even when you get the publisher they want you to edit it and remove certain things i mean i my when i had uh, offers in south africa for people to publish or publishers to publish it they wanted to censor my novel quite a bit mm. and i wasn't prepared to have my novel censored so uh, you know i even waited until i found the right publisher and i found someone in england who was happy enough with my novel to just sort of edit out the grammar and you know maybe there was a spelling error but they were happy with the content and the themes and the plot so i waited it out but you don't have to wait it out if you are comfortable with you know uh, having publishers basically hacking through your manuscript then uh-huh. it's fine i wasn't happy about that maybe it comes from a point of ego Hmm. So but they must not let that stop them because you know we don't know who has a masterpiece uh, within them so you take your chances don't let your second brain tell you oh no maybe people won't like it because i've been through that and you know whether people like it or not because you're not going to get everyone liking your book you're going to get a bit of i did get a lot of anger from certain people i mean there were hardcore feminists who didn't like the misogyny in my novel So you know, I got a bit uh, verbally attacked for it, mm-hmm. but you have to take the good, the bad, and the ugly. You know, it is what it is. If you have a passion for writing, don't let anything deter you from completing that novel. Even if you don't ever publish it, do it for your own internal satisfaction. And if it's good enough, trust me, somewhere, somehow, it will manifest itself. Oh. Okay, so that's all for today, guys. I hope you must have enjoyed this lovely conversation with Aman Singh Raj Sir. And if you'd like this conversation, do follow our podcast available on all the leading podcast platforms. And don't forget to buy and read the book. You can just open Amazon and search your Dalians with Destiny, or you can directly search Aman Singh Maharaj. You will get the book and just order it, read it, and share it with your friends and family. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on our show. It was my honor to be able to host you today. and thank you gorov for hosting me i've had a lovely time chatting with you uh, about my novel pleasure you take care thank you all sir. right you take care